TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Tom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Kevin McCarthy gave a kidney punch to this Burchette guy that oh. over some kind of... Uh, stuff now i don't condone sneaking up on a guy and doing that but uh how will democrats retaliate did we just played you tammy murphy by the way this the story that has significance though is the tell on nikki haley now i've never gotten one caller saying i don't know why you guys do this uh, i like nikki haley no we're not going to get that what she said about civility social media you can't be anonymous Great article up already at Washington Examiner that um, the founding fathers used code names or pseudonyms like uh, Publilis, and the other was um, Do Good, Doctor Do Good, stuff like that from Benjamin Franklin. Why? Well, they were agitating for the colonies. And they didn't want to be found out and tarred and feathered by the British. Now, you know, the idea that you have to put your name to every comment you put on social media. I get the upside. I get what she was saying in the national security. But my God, it just shows you what makes her tick and where this goes. It's part. She's Liz Cheney. Now, some saying she's Hillary Rodham Clinton. Now, I think she's more Liz Cheney. And this is what you're going to get. If Nikki Haley, heaven forbid, were the nominee. I think she's very hypersensitive for a big-time politician. Again, she presents well. She's got a glittering resume. But there are big difficulties here. I still think DeSantis is a better choice at second place here if something prevents Trump from being the nominee, winning and running and all that. We don't know with all these variables. It appears to me, whatever happens, he's going to be the nominee. There will be uh, things on appeal. How does that play out? There won't be any bar stopping him from running. Now, does it cut into his effectiveness? That's an open question that we don't know, depending upon exactly what happens. But um, here is Barbara Streisand with Colbert. Now, I would give the edge an obnoxiousness here. Because Barbara Streisand's world-class obnoxious, but at least she's also world-class talented, Dan. So in my vote, who would I be able to put up with more Streisand, not Colbert, who's interviewing her? Remember Streisand, I told on Dan Time recently, cloned her dog. Yeah, exactly. She's, okay, she's, I hear you. Yeah. But can you imagine Colbert and another Catholic telling us, that's right, he's the social gospel Catholics, again, just like Joe Biden. 
Listen to Streisand threatening now, and it seems to be this time she's serious. This is motivation. If you get tired and you say, ah, we can't make it, Trump can't be president again, just think of this conversation. Colbert flew to her house to interview Streisand on her memoir. She apparently had an affair with Pierre Trudeau, Dan. Can you imagine? Pierre Trudeau and Barbara Streisand. He kind of referenced that in this little clip. Here is uh, Colbert with Barbara Streisand. What do you make of the political climate of the United States now? Bad. Well, I like Biden. Mm -hmm. I like Biden. I think he's done a good job. I think he's compassionate. He's smart. Oh, God. He supports the right things. How do you feel about the specter of a second Trump administration? The specter. I will move. I can't live in this country if that's if he became president. But where would you go? Where would you go? If Probably to England. Mm-hmm. I like England. <laughs> you talk about random thoughts. He seems like they're just trying to throw out. What an interviewer own. this guy is. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. Is it is it the beer? Is it the people? Is it London Bridge? God. All right. I still say Jimmy Kamal is worse, though. Because I think. No. Col- I Yeah, because Colbert is smarter than Jimmy Kamal. Kamal has been. He's been irrelevant, though, for how many. Well, that's true. Yeah, Colbert is more relevant. People take their uh, cues from him. And Fallon, he just wants to. He doesn't want to do any of this stuff. You know, he's great mimic the songs and all. I could put up with Fallon. Yeah. Uh, Colbert, though, it's just a, a political diatribe. It's not a monologue at all. I'm not going to get too much into it, but I'm friends with some of the former SNL guys, and oh. the stories about Jimmy Fallon and the after parties are very oh, questionable. Yeah? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's how you get on board. 855-839-1210. Head it to a, yeah, and uh, Whoopi Goldberg, I, I don't know the list if we compiled it. As we get closer to the election. We will reach 100 or more of these celebrities who say they will not live in America if Trump is president again. Uh, the list is starting now. Barbara Streisand couldn't uh, resist there. Uh, I like England. <laughs> she probably has three houses in England already. Oh, just where she keeps her fur coats in New York, even though she lives on the coast in L.A., Dan. Yeah. She's, she's just, you're right, it's hard to top her as far as outrage. But Colbert is even smugger. Colbert is almost, almost on a Larry Krasner level. Yeah, who's the most annoying person, public figure to you? Larry Krasner. Is it Larry? Yeah, maybe because I see so much of him here. I'd say he's, it's pretty hard to imagine. Tlaib, on a serious level, gets me going. She really does. Yeah. Now it comes out, Tlaib is the member of a very private Facebook group that supports Hamas up and down the line. Caught up in that now. We can't censure and, Dan, I'll let you announce it since you booked her. And I know we're going to get some blowback, but so what? Who are we having on 1230 on Friday? Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene's coming on the show, Oh, Dom. boy. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to be in a, a restraint, or are no, you ready no. to jump I, in I, and I, ask I'm a question? I have an MPG on the show. I okay, yeah. Great. yeah. She's got a new book out, her autobiography, but I will ask her about everything. And you can let me know. You know, on social media, let me have email, whatever. Like, like if it was Matt Gates, it'd be a different story. Uh, but MTG doesn't bother me nearly as much as I would agree with you. Uh, Gates, yeah. Like with stuff. Matt Gates, my interviewing style would be what I did with David Duke. One softball, like, tell me about your hairstyling tricks. He's pretty good at, it. and then right into it. 
And I know there's a lot of Gates fans still. They think he did something for democracy. By the way, Mike Johnson yesterday on CNBC did a great job. Now, I'm not sure with the budgeting process. I know there are critics of him. I'm willing to give him a shot here. He's trying to avoid the shutdown. We know how that damages uh, Republicans. They can't win on it. While also moving forward, he got Democrat support on the first part of this budget. But I'm willing to go with him on that. I, I think we should. And he was on CNBC, and they got into it, and he was brilliant at breaking down exactly what Jefferson meant of the separation of church and state. A lot of listeners know it, Dan, but Jefferson was afraid of the state intruding on religion, not the other way around. That's what that letter was about. And it wasn't a law. It wasn't anything in the Constitution or anything else. It was Jefferson's musing on it. Great job by him. Uh, Let's see. Let's go to uh, Jeff, our buddy in Hatboro. Hey, Jeff, how have you been and what do you have today? Yo, Jeff. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, hold on. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's okay, Jeff. <laughs> How are you doing? All right. So what do you have today, Jeff? Unpack it. Um, I have one because any time I would hear this name, I knew I was in for a treat on the radio or even TV, and that was Jerry Lee Lewis. I would love to comment yeah. on your, uh, your, your I would whole say thing that Jerry, you're doing Jerry Lee Lewis was like the wilder side of Elvis. And if, if Priscilla Presley was 16, that young woman that Jerry Lee Lewis was with, I think, was 14 or so. I mean, yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, Different yeah. Time. Yeah, there's quite a history behind Jerry Lee Lewis. Absolutely. Yeah. He, uh, uh, what else do you have, uh, Jeff? We'll put you down that's for that. I, I wanted to get in on your conversation today, but I'm, I'm actually working, and that's why I couldn't jump right on. But okay. I'll catch up with you guys on another day. I appreciate you. Thank you, Jeff, very much. Same here. All right. Um, the new mayor of Philadelphia next. Got a lot to ask her, and then we'll get your reaction. I uh, particularly know that she wants to outreach to the suburbs in addition to everything that's going on in the city. And I think Sherelle Parker, when unleashed in January, is going to be a force in Philadelphia for the good. There will be a lot of upside. Dan, can I pry out of her? The new police chief, the name? They said she might announce it this week. Uh, Just off the spare here. So who is that police chief going to be? All right, who is it not going to be? Dan Borowski? Okay, we checked that one. Eliminate me from the list, yeah. Robert Kennedy Jr., all right, he's not doing it. Dom Giordano? Dom Giordano. Oh, he might do it. All right, Cheryl Parker is next. YouTube.com slash at 12 to yes. WPHU or stay alive. Say, right, you can right. uh, tune in there. But I, I just want to yeah. put it out there also. There's been a call for you now. Dom could do a lot of good during those 36 hours without a mayor in Philadelphia. Why don't we have Dom as the uh, oh you know median mayor? Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine, Dan, what we can accomplish in 36 hours? Right. I can have that city running, just hand over the keys to Cheryl Parker. She would say, ah, this is an easy job. All right, that's all straight ahead. Let's work on that. Let's get that going. No one is mayor. You know, let's try out mayors. I'm up for it. You give your love so sweetly. Well, that's the Shirelles. That's the uh, theme song, the Dom Giordano Show. Momentarily, we'll hear from mayor-elect. Well, she's here now. Let's not wait. I'm going to drop that elect. It's just too cumbersome here. <laughs> let's be the first to say, because I don't think anybody else is. In the media, Dan, they're saying mayor-elect. Let's break that. It's Mayor Sherelle Parker back on the Dom Giordano program. Mayor, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Dom and Dan, thank you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate it. 
Well, let's talk about some of the stuff that's intriguing already that you've done. I love this idea, and I don't know if you've gotten any you can reveal. I have one of people giving you maybe something small but something tangible of an idea. You're an idea person that will improve Philadelphia and do it pretty quickly. Oh, well, folks are talking about something that I think, Dom, your wife and I have in common. Lots of feedback about how to clean up this city, how to clean up the city. And um, uh, I didn't think, I thought I was the only person on the soapbox about, you know, islands in the middle of the street that help us direct, uh, you know, traffic, but weeds are growing through them. And they were talking about ways to make those aesthetically appealing in neighborhoods across the city. And uh, so that's something we've been getting a lot of feedback uh, about from people, um, along with ways, and I don't know, I hope this works. I've talked about the mayor's community councils, and um, I think they're going to be the heart and the pulse of um, every decision that is made by the Parker administration, one in each council district, but comprised of all of the leadership and just residents who want to participate so that their voices can be heard on everything that matters, not just to their region, but large-scale potential economic impact on the city. So I'm excited about that. And if there are members of the listening audience who are saying, I have an idea, I have a suggestion, if it's living in your mind, it's no good to anyone. You've got to find a way to dump it, and I want you to dump it on the Parker administration. So please visit our website. Dom, they're going to kill me if I if I get it wrong. Promise me that you'll talk to my team and get it right. Well, I exactly. think it's transition 2023. I'm not sure. That's honesty. Don't kill me. Uh, we won't. We'll make sure we get Dan. We'll make sure of that. You know that. We have your back on this, Mayor. You know, the, the example I would give, um, we uh, – uh, due to my wife now, she's gotten up to a month. We broadcast out of North Wildwood. When you come through North yeah. Wildwood, their Central Avenue looks like a Greek garden up and down the road. There's no reason, and I know uh, your vision, that we can't do that all over the city, that the gateway to where you and I are in Northwest Philadelphia, you see something beautiful like that as you're coming in. It really, It really changes things. Yes. Now, wait, Dom, you have to tell me where is this? Because for those of you who know me, you know I'm going to see it. I'm going to see what it looks like. And get <laughs> oh, somebody okay. To you know what? For me. Yes, it's uh, it's North Wildwood. As you come into uh, North Wildwood, the entire Central Avenue for block after block is this beautiful landscape right there in the center lane that divides the highway. We'll get Mayor Rosanella on that day and tell him the mayor of Philadelphia would like to know more about it. He will be happy to do it. I mean, it's it's a great thing. But 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 you know what is important about what you just said, Dom? People have heard me talk about uh, the hope deficit here in Philadelphia. What you just described is a very actionable and tangible and visual way that Philadelphians can look at let's, wherever the intersection would be, uh, right, and say, it wasn't like that before, and look at how it's changed. That That's something very tangible, so I really do. Hey, Dan, I'm sorry we're giving you a whole lot of homework, but oh, you've got to follow now. up on all of this. <laughs> Wait a minute. I read about your guy, Aaron, and uh, the, the, the uh, female that Dan's been talking with over there. Uh, I forget her first name, uh, Mayor. Uh, Ray. Yes. They're working. He says, what, what about sleep? You have your guy 
He goes to bed at 10, Dan. He gets up at midnight, works for three or four hours, then goes back to sleep. I want to hire that guy. We're going to poach him from you. Borowski. We're going to fight for the two of them. <laughs> and, no, honestly, though, Dom and Sherelle, I mean, Sherelle, it's clear that you are genuine in wanting to clean up and better the city. So yeah. it, it's work, but it's it's work. to better better our lives. You know? we're, we're on that. So let's talk uh, a little bit, too, about the police commissioner type of thing. I know you're right on the money. This is the most critical appointment. Some of those others day to day are important, but this is going to be a guidepost for you, I think on actual tactics, day-to-day type of stuff of what to do in the city. How close are you to announcing? Hey, Don, listen, I'm right there. I made a a commitment to make the announcement about the police commissioner before Thanksgiving um, because that will give him or her uh, the opportunity to begin meeting with constituencies immediately. Um, uh, uh, as they are in the process of developing what their comprehensive public safety plan will be uh, for the city, uh, of course, um, in tune and in line with the vision that I've set forward uh, for the city and the plan that I introduced. And so um, now that the general election is over, (laughs) Dom, I want you to know. Oh, we'll take a break. Let's get some water there. Thank you. It took great discipline on my behalf, to listen to all of these pundits talk about, oh, well, Sherelle Parker took the summer off. Oh, Sherelle Parker. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Just hasn't been working because everything that I've been doing, it's not, you know, sort of, it's not for social media. And I hate to say it that way, but the work that we were doing was very methodical while some of it was public when we were out at events and sort of on the trail. But the substantive work, like, you know, organizing the transition committee, uh, my working on uh, the subcommittees, working on what those business roundtable, the business roundtable, the faith-based roundtable, intergovernmental, then those work groups that will be a part 
of the round table so that if, if we ever had a question about what we needed with higher education, I don't have to call, you know, Drexel and then call Penn and then call LaSalle. No, I can just say, nope, our institutions of higher learning work group for the business roundtable need to get everybody together. This is an issue before us. How do we solve it? That's what we were doing, Dom. I just couldn't say it out loud because I couldn't be presumptive about being the winner, but I also knew I couldn't twiddle my thumbs, right? Exactly. I had to get prepared because I said I would be ready on day one. And so I will, I, I do want to say to your listening audience, um, and maybe this is the first time, um, I want you to know that we are we are extremely close. And I, I, I want to say this to your listening audience, extremely close. I'm proud that we've looked national, you know, as uh, right here in our city, sort of regionally. Uh, but, again, knowledge of our city and our department, cultural competency, emotional intelligence, and quite frankly, you know, the type of leadership that is not afraid to make tough decisions in order to implement the plan that I've talked about I wanted to see happening in Philadelphia. And I have to right now give a huge shout-out to the new president, John McNesby, is now working at Pima. Um, he and I had, a, you know, we were interacting after uh, I won the primary uh, election. Proud of those conversations. He was very helpful with some things um, that I had been working on. Now Roosevelt Poplar is the new president of the FOP. I believe it's Lodge 5 here, and that's our Philadelphia Police Department. I want to say congratulations to President Roosevelt Poplar. Let him know that I'm looking forward to working with him. I want him to know that I need him. I need the men and women of our police department because Philadelphia fails without them. And I just needed to that, say that, that is That is a great, I'm glad that you're saying that. Now, in your victory speech, and you got quite a line out of this, and I know you like delivering it, we're not going to have any of this $499 shoplifting. And I wanted to say your gut instinct is mine. Our listeners, of course, homicide, the tragedy of that. But one of the things over the last couple of years that riles people, because we all see it, is just blatant shoplifting and nothing happening. So tell me what you were thinking when you got into that. So uh, that leads to what people heard me describe on the campaign trail as this sense of lawlessness that's been allowed to prevail. And people thinking that, well, you know, I can go and steal $499 worth of merchandise in the city of Philadelphia, and the cops aren't coming. I'm not going to get arrested. I could also engage in other um, illegal activity, but they'll just, nobody will pay attention because it's what they call a quality of life concern. The reason why that working class High rate of home ownership, very proud Northwest Philadelphia community that I am a product of is still standing strong. It's because those kinds of issues weren't allowed to prevail. Exactly. And our, our police commissioner will know that, uh, listen, we are going to enforce the law. We're going to do it legally. We're going to do it without violating anybody's constitutional or human rights. But people will know that our police department will enforce the law. And listen, we're going to bring everybody to the table. You know, everybody was jumping up and down. I took a lot of uh, heat, a lot of people not pleased. Um, and, and they were happy to take out of context my comment about the uh, National Guard and would I bring them in. And I said, absolutely. And the only vision that people could have is the National Guard holding a 
AK-47s or whatever kind of rifle it is that they use, they never thought about them as a, a disaster relief uh, entity, just like they were sent uh, to down to Hurricane Katrina. They helped distribute food. They helped the medics. So my messaging was, I don't care what local, state, or federal agency it is, if it can help my police commissioner and our city to make sure our public safety and health is our number one priority, that I was not going to dismiss any tool that we could have in the toolbox. And I said it then, and I'm, I'm saying it again because it's, it's what I believe and what I will do as mayor. Absolutely. I know that you will. We are thrilled with the relationship and having you on. And in fact, we'd love to have you on on a regular basis, a show or something like that. We will play all the Shirelles music. Constantly in that show, <laughs> if you wish. So consider that, Mayor. I know you're busy, but we'll make it happen for you. Thank you so much. You are restoring hope in Philadelphia already. And listen, Dom and Dan, thank you again to the listening audience who you heard me here a few times. Uh, thank you for listening as well. But I've got to say it again, Dom, I want you to remember that there were people who told me to not talk to you. They told me you and I philosophically from an ideological perspective, nothing in common with this guy. This guy's going to try to bury you. He's going to be against anything, you know, that that you're for. And nothing could have been further from the truth. You and I, we will agree to disagree on a number of things. But what you gave me on this show is what I want for all Philadelphians. And that is you gave me an opportunity and you gave me a fair shake and you didn't judge me. You you, you at least let, let me make my case. And I'm going to be eternally grateful to you and Dan for that. Well, thank you, because on the big things I've told your guys and you know that we agree wholeheartedly. It's a breath of fresh air. And just some comments from the audience. We're we're live on YouTube right now, uh, Sherelle, and just some of the comments. I have high hopes for Sherelle Parker, Mayor-elect Parker, so nice and pleasant. Our audience seems to love you as well. So so thanks, Sherelle. I appreciate it. Well, Dan, listen, there's a whole large constituency that doesn't think that way. (laughs) They're hoping that we fail before we even get started. So just, just tell them to keep us in prayer. Thank you so much, and have a good day, guys. Thanks, Sherelle. Thanks, Mayor. Mayor Sherelle Parker here on Talk Radio 1210. Woo! All right, that was a lot. Uh, we'll see who the police commissioner is. I don't have knowledge of that. You know what I'm glad about? She said publicly she conferred with John McNesby. You hear that, Philadelphia Inquirer? They were talking with McNesby. He's not this ogre or whatever. She went to him for a sense of exactly what it would see in a police commissioner. And she'll confer with the new head of the union over there. It's funny that you underline that because I thought of the same thing. Because yeah. we for so like like that in itself is very positive outlook right. for Philadelphia. Because yeah, she has she's openly talking about how she met with John McNesby and was hang- if could you imagine Kenny or Krasner even right, fathoming exactly. those words? Like yeah. it would never come out of their mouth. So the fact that we're actually working together again, man, it's 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 hopeful. Well, uh, Dan, Mayor Rosanelli, I, I've said it. I think he'll um, – yeah, let's get him on tomorrow, Dan, and then we'll uh, – Yeah, that's what – it's a small thing. She gets it, though. Philadelphia needs tangible things. The new police commissioner, I think, is going to be much better. We know that. But when you go through North Wildwood, you're coming through Central Avenue. It's beautiful. Uh, Mayor Pete tried to do some of that on Rio Grande. Oh, you let me get away with Rio Grande. You can get away with it. There were the palm trees there. There were the beach falls and all. I like that stuff. But I'd make it more grandiose. It would be like Shangri-La. There would be music playing. We'd waft out phony scents to make you think it's even more beautiful. 
as you go down Rio Grande Ave. There would be ambassadors there. Well, I, I think there's an example right here in Philadelphia of yeah. what, what can be done throughout the city. And if you were driving down Columbus Boulevard, Delaware right. Ave, uh, when you hit Penn's Landing, right in that section yes. there, there is, similar to what you're saying, the islands with the beautiful landscaping. But yeah. it lasts for a block or two, and then it just gets trashy again. But yeah, exactly. That right there, is, it's a beautiful little thing right there. Well, she gets it, too. People are very much, they get it, that cleanliness is next to godliness. It is. And uh, those visible signs, I, I mean, I didn't hear one that we didn't have time. Um, Al and Dom had this during the campaign. Uh, street lights, overhead lights, right? We know it's about safety, et cetera, too. Got to be replaced within 72 hours. It goes out. It's broken. Somebody shoots it. Within 72 hours, a new one is in there. That should be doable. That's what she's looking at. That's what she's doing here. I really see changes already, too. Like, like yeah. I, I got to say, like, there's been posts on Reddit, like, oh, my gosh, look, a car pulled over in Center City. Because right. it's so rare that police actually pull someone over because of that uh, Isaiah Thomas driving equity right. bill. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some kind of edict from Sherelle, like, let, let's let's right. clamp down on this. And, and that uh, camp that's under uh, 95 right off of Aramingo, it's uh, been regularly gone well, ever since she's been elected. So I don't know if she yeah. has a hand in that or what. We'll see the first uh, 100 days, but um, there's still Krasner. You know, <laughs> I know that. Don't tell me. All right, all right. You know, can you for a moment wallow in a hope agent in Philadelphia that we haven't had? We haven't had a guy who even wanted to be mayor. People work their whole lives. They would do anything. Dan, I would even consider uh, quitting talk radio to be mayor. Yeah, that's a tough call. Yeah. Uh, Jamar on YouTube yeah. says, what if she picked Carlos Vega for commissioner? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, 855-839-1210. Keep the calls coming. Today's side question is three names. This coming off, Boutros, Boutros, Gale, uh, former U.N. Uh, uh, Secretary General, who uh, was, um, I don't know what age, he was born in 1922, so if he's still alive, might be, uh, Secretary General of the U.N., but just an always all-time name. Those people Boutros, Boutros, golly. Yeah, yeah, that's why even Seinfeld used it. He must have been head then, too. Uh, coming up, uh, I think we're winning over in the Republican Party, but the other side's not giving up. Wait until you hear the latest. They're trying to tag even Trump with, if Trump are reelected, on the abortion issue. Now, Trump is going out of his way. To say the right things on this, despite Pence and Scott and DeSantis, etc., I'll tell you what they're, they've, they've unearthed the Democrats, this obscure law, and they say, oh, man, Trump will, first day in office, he will enact this to cut down on abortion. I'll tell you what that is. And they're going to run with this. What else do they have? Abortion. An attack on democracy. That's it. All right, that's uh, John Lee Hooker keeping with our theme today of um, people with three names, prominent people, three names coming off Boutrous, Boutrous, Galley. You heard, um, by the way, names. I didn't have enough minutes here, Dan. I just thought about it the other day. I don't know why originally when Sherelle Parker was on, she named her son Langston. She's a former English teacher. I think that's after Langston Hughes. Ah. Yeah, great poet. All right, so uh, more calls to uh, get rid of Ronna McDaniel. Uh, at 2 o'clock, we have Sam Orapizo on. I think that he and David O ought to be heading up the GOP in Philadelphia. Yes, yes. And I think it would work tremendously. And Scott Presler's coming to town, and we broke that yesterday with him. 
on December 2nd. If you're a talk radio listener, you've heard of Presler. It's been on with me over the years, first with a cleanup in Baltimore, then here in Philadelphia. And now the stuff that he's done to turn out voters. And he agrees. And I'm looking at Fox News again, calls to get rid of Ronna McDaniel. Yes. I mean, somebody's got to get to Trump. I don't know what the heck he didn't understand to support her over Hermit uh, Dillon. Uh, it's an obvious thing. And we didn't do well enough. Dan, while you were out, here's a nugget. I was waiting for this moment to give you this nugget. Democrats, you got to give them credit. People who self-identified as Democrats who voted on Election Day were greeted when they came out at every polling place that we know of by Democrat people with uh, iPads, encouraging them to write there, sign up for their mail-in ballots for 2024 rather than having to go to the polls and vote in 2024. I mean, and, and what Republicans, you know what their response was to this election in the midterms? Huh, what the heck happened here? They didn't figure out anything on abortion. Uh, 400,000 votes were banked, meaning mail-in, for that hack candidate, McCaffrey, for the Supreme Court. You know what it's like to have to overcome that on Election Day? So then it could target other people that are harder to get and keep on till they get them out on Election Day if they need be. What the heck does it take? So what they have to do is not put as much money into TV advertising and all the rest of it as much as the infrastructure. And now, not tomorrow, not after breakfast, Shawshank Redemption, now. And guys like Scott Presler, guys like Sam Morapisa. Versus Vince Fennerty. Come on, Vince. Come on on the show. Tell me where I'm wrong. Mushmouth, right? Heading the uh, Philadelphia um, Republican Party and all their alleged minions over there. Losing to the Working Families Party. Well, that big mouth guy doesn't understand, Dan, that the Working Families represent Philadelphia now. Do they? Really? You had a guy who would have died to get over the finish line, Sam Morapisa. Pop culture guy. You've been walking around Philadelphia. Come on over here. I'll show you that hold I use. People love that. It's Philadelphia. Rocky. Dan, instead of, you know, a, bro, he's a mixed martial arts guy who's in the streets of Kensington and the like. No, we don't want that. He doesn't follow orders. They didn't help David O. David O sent in a tweet today. All he had to spend was only a half million dollars in a mayor's race. With a party that's, you know, and David O wasn't that well known to start with. He was in all those immigrant communities and all, but, you know, in general populace, Sherelle Parker was much more well-known. Half a million dollars to spend in Philadelphia. What a disgrace. How are they there? How do we continue with this? And listen, Trump, we talked about that yesterday. What's he thinking about with Ronna McDaniel? I've been around her. I don't sense winning with Ronna McDaniel. I sent somebody who's thrilled to have a job and all the perks and all the stuff that goes with it. All right, let's go to Christian in Huntington Valley on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Christian, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Um, Solid solid interview. Um, However, I would say I'll believe anything she says when I see it. Uh, The progressive liberalism is far more a religion than a than a political or philosophical well, okay, ideology. Let me stop you here, though. Look at what she ran on versus the stone-cold progressive of all in Philadelphia, Helen Gim, 
And what did people in those minority neighborhoods say? We want the Parker approach. We don't want the Helen Gibbs. I, I think people uh, vote on a very biased nature, i.e. they want a, a black woman or they wanted this or they wanted that, and they will, progressive Democrats are proving, and Democrats are proving that they will vote purely on that. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. It happens all the time. No, 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 um, you're not, buddy, in Philadelphia. And Christian, with all due respect, uh, you know, you got to get off this. Um, you're a smart guy, Paul. Before you got to get off a little bit, just the talking point type of stuff here. No, no. Well, well. Hold on. My my point is, is that when when push comes to shove, we see Democrats do this all the time. They will run on something. They will say something. And then when they're actually pushed against it, they will they will cave. What I'm it what I'm pointing what I'm pointing out to time. you though is she ran on something that in some quarters it was dicey. Because the progressives that we're talking about in Philadelphia, they were favoring safe injection sites. They were favoring going after the police. They were favoring let Kensington alone. And she took the opposite on this. I, I think I think you will see the progressive policies fall right into place the way they always have. I, I don't know if it's if it's agreed upon afterwards, if it's agreed upon beforehand, but I just have zero faith in, in progressive politicians. All right. All right. Thank you, Christian. And Dan, we took his call. So then let, let me settle all the family business today, though. I've had it with that type of call, though. OK, now, if we see Sherelle Parker moving toward that Christian and everybody else, then we're going to say so. The first tell, Christian, out in Huntington Valley, Dan, to your point, out in Huntington Valley, will be the police commissioner, okay? I will tell you right here that I am confident we're not going to see a Daniel Outlaw type. You agree, Dan? Yeah, and the reason why I agree is I there, there's absolutely no benefit in her throwing shots in a victory speech, veiled shots towards Krasner's yes. office. Uh, you know, Why if that, that was a plan after getting elected, I mean, she's already won the vote. Why continue down the path of calling out Krasner if you plan on reverting and becoming Krasner in the future? It just it doesn't as a political strategist, it doesn't make sense to essentially put put a red carpet down for you to be lambasted when you go back on your word. If in your victory speech, you're continuing down the path of anti-progressive policies. Exactly. So I don't think she's a progressive. She's a liberal. We differ. as She said we know that. OK. Was she elected just because she's a black woman? I don't think so. And you guys, you've been nose to nose with her in debate before yeah. uh, on topics. It's, yeah. not, it's not like you're loving everything, Sherelle. No, you just, yeah. it's to the point now where progressives have taken such a stranglehold on the city that any kind of reversion okay. right. back to I'll, some I'll, kind I'll of moderation is I'll tell you what this is, is about nice. with Christian. What bothers me? Uh, look, it's just my two cents. You know, there's this vision in talk radio. We have to be down the line. Send me the, the talking points every single day. That's talk radio. It's not what I do. Been successful at it for umpteen years. It's not what we should be doing. Okay? So we'll see. It's an ongoing conversation there. Would you rather just be on this little island and we just say the same things all the time here? All right? Is that your version of talk radio? You got to decide. I think that makes sense when you don't have the personal, you know, pull. Like, like if for you, you live within the city of Philadelphia. 
you're a conservative guy. You want to see the city a better place than it currently is. I think you honestly have to hear out what's coming in on the city and hope that maybe, maybe just having this audience to care about will indeed keep her on track for... Right, and and the thing of it is, like, Dan, I'd rather I'd rather have some kind of conservative voice there right. than nothing, and then she has no reason to go straight up progressive. Nobody, nobody's going after Krasner with more success and harder than I have. Krasnerland, we coined it tomorrow at four. We'll have Krasnerland again. So we're not letting up on that. I mean, I see him as an existential threat to the suburbs. Also, who else has talked about for years how this bleeds into the suburbs? And one of the best interviews we've had in a long time was the police commissioner out there in Marple. We still have that up uh, at uh, Dom Show 1210. And by the way, at Dom Show 1210, a stunning picture of Phil Murphy that Tammy Murphy said she met this handsome man. Dan, I said to you, even his teeth look better in that. I don't know what was happening there. But the hair, is that can't be. Is he a cigarette smoker? I asked that uh, before. I don't think so. I, I, I look at maybe. the picture here when he's younger, and he, they, they do look better. It looks yeah. like maybe 30 years of cigarette smoke might And have. it looks like his mouth is tightened up from cigarette smoke. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Uh, some comments on there. Team yeah. that main dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the visual. <laughs> uh, Rosalie writes, uh, proof that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yes. Yeah. All right. So uh, 855-839-1210. You can give me a reaction. We took Christian's call. Thank you, Jim. Uh, if you're negative on that still, if you're in a wait and see mood, I think that's fine. Got to see. And the first tell will be the police commissioner. A, it's got to be somebody who's going to be tough. B, it's got to be somebody I think that is very knowledgeable in Philadelphia. Either somebody in the department now or somebody who was would be ideal. That's what's needed here. They're running a strange program, y'all. It's Dan time. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody said. Lift on. That's right, it's that time of the afternoon that producer Dan takes over the Dom Giordano program for some Dan time with Dom. And Dom, it's been a long, long weekend. Just back today, uh, Wednesday, after an uh, extended weekend of moving uh, from Virginia up to uh, our house in New Jersey. So uh, some furniture down at my mom and sister's house in Virginia we had to get. And then uh, we used that same truck, went over to Philadelphia, packed up the rest of our stuff, and now we're back in town. But... Uh, Dom, in my time off, I was uh, confirmed that uh, big news for Dan Time and the other side with Dan and Dorenzo, a podcast that I do on the side of the Dom Giordano program, Dan and Dorenzo will be covering for Dawn Stensland on Black Friday. So 12 into noon, I will be live with Anthony on my side. Oh, man. Yeah, bringing you other I side. I got to follow that show. That's I know, right? My- it's not in my contract. I have to check to Greg Stock. Well, that's the thing. Be. It's like, you know how, like, when you give the ship over to the number two yes, and then it goes yes. way off course and the captain has to come back yeah. in and yeah, that's what's going to happen Black Friday. Yeah. As oh, Anthony man. and I take things way, way, I don't even know where we're going to go. But one thing we are going to talk about 11 that day, we're going to have a guest come on and talk about this incredibly disappointing weekend. Over the weekend, the Marvels debuted. It's the lowest in the history of the Marvel Cinematic I'm Universe. I'm all on board. It's good. Why is it good? Because it sends a message to Disney, and I despise, I'm with uh, the great uh, uh, director of all the best films, like Goodfellas, etc., that this is in cinema. Yeah, yeah Scorsese says, Scorsese, it's, yeah, he yeah. says it's, it's not cinema. And, and now you have, a, it's like a rebranding of Marvel that it's trying for like a uh, 
teen girl audience, I guess. And it's just, it's not working. It's not working. But one thing that's coming out next week that I'm looking forward to, Ridley Scott, who's been on a tear of biopics recently, has uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. It's called Napoleon coming Mm -hmm. out uh, November 22nd. And uh, looking at a review here from Mashable, uh, it says it falls short in the emotional scenes uh, as he's, you know, uh, trying to woo... Uh, but as things go on, the, the war scenes are just fascinating to watch. The cannons are booming. Uh, so they do suggest it, but they said it, say it falls short. It, it's not as good as they would have liked. So Josephine, the relationship between Josephine and Napoleon, it really focuses on. And the emotional pulls are kind of, it's a swing and a miss at some points. Uh, but they do suggest, check out Ridley Scott's Napoleon. Dom, you going to be seeing that one? Nah, I've read some pretty, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix, I think, is a talented actor, but you talk about a one-trick pony. He does the same thing in every film. And they did some, like, filming stuff where they made him look smaller and all this, and he kind of looks like uh, one of the Oompa Loompas in the new Willy Wonka. (laughs) (laughs) It it doesn't work for me. Uh, Dom, one show that, so my mom's visiting. She's helping uh, me and Maisie get settled. Uh, It's great to have her and uh, her husband around, but... One thing we've been watching at night, and I, I can't say that I'm a huge fan, but I don't know if you've ever heard of it. On Netflix, Virgin River, it's a, uh, so so back in 2010 to 2015, there was a production house that uh, was churning out Hallmark and Lifetime films. And, and I don't know if you remember, but there's a huge, huge popularity of Hallmark films mm-hmm. during that time. That production house uh, is now working with Netflix, and they released a, a dramatic uh, kind of romantic show called Virgin River that my mom is obsessed with. I, I think the acting is on par with those old Hallmark movies. I'm not a huge fan, but uh, if you like those romantic kind of dramas, do check out Virgin River on Netflix. I think it's a... And, and I gotta say, it, it does well with conservative sensibilities as well. I, I'll put that out there as well. Because there are so many shows that do the dramatic relationship crap and they have to pull in some hyper-progressive, you know, ideology. Mm-hmm. But I, I haven't seen it from what I watch from this show. All and right. Uh, one more thing, Dom. I'm sorry. Final thing. 6ABC we were watching news last night. There's a situation with the, the the people are tied up while the child watches during the Philadelphia home. It's some guy's business. I just wanted – we haven't talked about that yet, but I wanted your yeah. thoughts on that. Do you think that's a sign of more Krasnerland, or do you think that was more of a targeted hit? What do you think happened there? Uh, I'm sure it's somewhat targeted, but it's Krasnerland also. I mean, the extent with a four-year-old there. Yeah. Yeah, here's a – Here's how it started. It's around 10 a.m., November 6th, when you see a black Acura come into view with armed men crouching behind. In another angle, you can see four men force the owner and his cousin into the house at gunpoint. Watch what happens next. They tied the men up and pistol whipped them, all while this four-year-old girl watches. She is scared. She, she cried. He says his daughter begged them to stop hurting him, and they threatened her. She made a lot of noise. They talk to her, shut up, or I'm killing you too. But when they talk to my, my daughter like that, oh my God, I, I want him to die too. She. But well, they, they, I, they targeting Asian merchants, there's some of that. And it's, I don't know if they carry large amounts of cash, not in the bank or whatever, Dan, and that's what it's about. Yeah, so they say that at one point, the guy who owns a business had a safe uh, in his yeah. house. And, oh, and, okay. And he actually says, uh, actually, let me play that little clip here. He thinks the men knew. They know we have business because they they ask you, where is the money? Where is the money? I say, I don't have money. I, they say, yeah, you have money here. They know that we have money there. Neighbors captured the man. Yeah, so so they, they knew that he had money there. I just, I, I wonder, is this a hit? But it's just another example of the ruthless nature of criminals here in Philadelphia under the reign of Krasner. That's all I got for Dan Time, Dom. All righty, thank you very much. Good to have Dan back. Sam Pisa, mixed martial arts uh, champion and a guy who ran to be a Republican at large candidate, uh, is partnering up with Scott Presler that we had on yesterday. 
And as negative as social media can be, it was like 99% positive, wanting to know more about him coming here on December 6th. We'll talk to Sam about that and what they plan to do. And why the Republican Party is critical in Philadelphia? It's not about winning in Philadelphia per se. It's about not getting drubbed more in the presidential race of 2024. Remember, it's statewide. You can't say I write off Philadelphia. You got to cut it in every one of these strongholds. That's how you win. There's only so many people that can vote in rural Pennsylvania. They're coming out for Trump big time, maybe even more than before. Does it matter, though, if in Philadelphia they've already banked X number of votes? All right, we'll talk with both. Take your calls, too, here on Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.